Good morning, friends. This is George Henley with The Speaker's Academy. And if you really, truly want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend Scott Ferguson. You will be glad you did. Hey, 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 Time to Shine Today podcast squad. I am super privilege to bring you this interview with my good friend, George Henley. He's the founder, owner, operator, everythinger of the Speakers Academy. He helps people get the words out of their head, over their mouth, and out to the world. He's going to drop some serious, serious knowledge nuggets on you. So sit back, grab your notebook, turn everything else off, and let's tune in and level up to George Henley. Hey, hey, time to shine today, squad. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. And I am super stoked to talk to my friend, George Henley. Your heart races, your mouth is dry, your mind is blank, and you haven't said the first word. George's company understands that. George founded George Henley Presentations, a training, coaching, consulting firm in 1992. His first 19 years focused primarily on serving corporate clients coast to coast. Currently, the Speakers Academy, which George started over eight years ago, has numerous clients and fields such as financial services, law, medicine, insurance, real estate, and many others. So welcome to the show, my man. Could you please tell the Time to Shine squad your favorite color and why? My favorite color is blue because uh, the, the creator put a lot of blue oh, above yeah. us, and you see I'm wearing it today. You are. So you are. Love it. Walk outside. Not here in Texas today, unfortunately. we got some overcast, cloudy skies. But bottom line, typically, we look up, we see blue. It's a soothing, calming color. Love and it. I have a daughter who has gorgeous blue eyes, and I think of her oftentimes when I look at the blue in the sky, too. Awesome. And it looks like about 19 years ago, um, or well, I'm sorry, uh, in 1992, you started the Speakers Academy. Can you tell us a little bit how you did that or why you did mm -hmm. that, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. please? Sure. Well, I began George Henley Presentations, which is a corporate-focused entity designed to deliver what most people would call soft skills training. So back in the 90s and early 2000s, I did a lot of corporate training, traveling coast to coast, working with a lot of clients, some in the Fortune 500, even Fortune 50 size. So there were a lot of big guys out there that I was working with doing primarily leadership and communications and a little bit of uh, change skills management. So it, it's always about, for me, putting myself in a message that is practical, useful, helpful, and, and everyday friendly in front of the audience that I'm working with. Now, over the last eight years, Scott, I've especially focused on the Speakers Academy. The reason I made that shift very simply was I knew there was always an audience for people out there who were very fearful of standing in front of a group of people and speaking. Right. You probably know that man's greatest fear is what they call public speaking, but you and I are doing that right now. Even though it's just an audience of you and me, we are speaking 
publicly. And hopefully there's a lot of listeners out there that will appreciate the things that you and I talk about today. Right. That's a lot of serious knowledge nuggets that you just dropped on some people right there. <laughs> they say that the people have more fear of speaking than death, right? That's true. <laughs> Is that true? So you were like not saying that you're an old man or nothing. This guy looks fantastic <laughs> if you're watching on video. But how did you get people then? Because I get asked a lot by my clients that I coach. And, and, and even when I started in the real estate business as a real estate agent, when I was younger, I was 26 years old. 21 years ago. Well, um, how did you get them to take you seriously when you're trying to t tell them how to present in front of people to speak with authority and stuff like that? How did you do that to some to people that may be older and more seasoned than you? Yeah, well, sometimes I tell my own personal story. As a small child, I had a stutter. And I really had a difficult time getting words out. And it was through the loving kindness and perseverance of my mom, primarily, who over a period of time, she brought out the best in me with a lot of loving support and encouragement and helped me little by little build my confidence and build my ability to speak my message distinctly, enunciate my words, and get the things out of my head, over my mouth, and out into the real world. So she helped me a lot in that arena, Scott. But over the years, I've spent a massive amount of time, even starting back in high school, taking speech classes, joining Toastmasters, and, and there's nothing better. It's called put yourself in front of an audience and practice. Coaching and practice, practice and coaching takes people beyond where they are today to where they want to go. That's what we do at the Speakers Academy. I love that. So you hear that squad out of your head, over your mouth, and out to the world. Yes. That's fantastic. And the Speakers Academy is going to give you knowledge nuggets and tips on how to do that. That's, that's fantastic. So you're, uh, what was your aha moment to start this? You kind of answered it before, but I want to dig a little bit deeper on your aha moment to start, let's just say the Speakers Academy. Yes, the Speakers Academy. It was technically born in the spring, early summer of 2011. And I went to do what I'm, go I'm going to do this again today. I get out and speak to a lot of networking groups. I was going to speak to a rather large, robust networking group, over 50 people there. And I realized I needed to offer them something beyond uh, the message of the day. So I put together just a one simple one-page flyer and said, if you have a desire to increase your confidence, to build your skill in speaking, I'm going to be holding multiple sessions whereby you can get in and learn the basics and practice in a safe environment. I immediately, out of that group of, I think, 50 to 55 people, had 13 people said, I'm in. And away we went. And we, be, we began that process. I, over a period of months and years, refined it and refined it and refined it, doing a lot of my own study, wow. drawing from my own years as a trainer in the public arena. And from doing that, I began to build, shall we say, my own voice and my own methods that I knew would work for anybody. Love it. George, what makes a great speaker? What makes a great speaker? Well, I look at several things, Scott. I look at several things. I, I talk about what we call the three V's and the fourth V. 
the three V's that I refer to all the time from a delivery perspective, this is about delivery, are the visual, the vocal, and the verbal. The visual, the vocal, and the verbal. And there are 11 core skills that we roll under those three V's, those 11 core skills, five under the visual. The first is attire and grooming. Attire and grooming, how you groom yourself, how you attire yourself. What do you put on that captures someone's attention? So right there, they judge you before you've opened your mouth. Secondly, they look at how you posture and position yourself. And therein, they're able to see a level of confidence or perhaps not. And they begin to recognize you stand tall, you sit erect, you hold yourself as someone who's got his stuff together. And right there, it exudes that you're showing power in what you're doing with your body. Third in the visual is your gestures. You've seen me already doing some gesturing because I'm alive, I'm dynamic, I want to hold your attention once I've, I've gained it, and so I'm going to use my entire body in my gesturing mechanisms to show you I am alive, I want to connect with you more than through my words, but through what I do in my body as well. The fourth in the five, the, the five aspects of the visual is facial expression, and facial expression will show you again, is this person really saying and showing the same thing? Or is their message coherent? Is it together? Are they smiling at the time they're talking about a very sad story? Something not right sure. there. Right. And then finally, <laughs> the eye connection. A lot of people talk about eye contact. I'm talking about eye connection. Eye connection means you don't just glance at someone's eyes. You really lock in. You hold their eye connection with you, and it says, I am confident, I am focused on you, I want to make sure I connect with you in a way that is memorable and helpful for you. So that's just the visual alone. We can go into the vocal, we can go into the verbal. How much further do you want me to go? Well, we'll, we'll, you know, I don't want to give your course away for free here, so <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that. The squads, you hear those knowledge, I guess the visual, the vocal, and the verbal, and they broke down just a, a little portion of the visual, but the way George does it is he doesn't complicate. He, he sounds like it makes it so easy. So if, you know, what he said earlier about practicing, practicing, coaching, coaching, it can actually, you can actually perfect or it, it, we'll say level up your professional speaking or being able, whether you're speaking to a crowd or even to your loved ones to exude that eye contact and that being comfortable. So, let me ask you something. Who? Let, let's even take it back, George. What would you tell the twenty-five-year-old George Henley? <laughs> You're in it for the long haul, big guy. <laughs> Love that. You're in it for the long haul. Learn to see with a vision for the future, and be patient in doing the work every day. I just read, and I'm actually rereading a really terrific book by James Clear. Don't know if you know the author, mm. but he wrote now is already a million copy bestseller. It's called Atomic 
Habits, Atomic Habits. Yes. Okay. And it is a marvelous piece of work, Scott. It, it really puts some things together in a very simplified way. But over and over again, he shows that it's all about you show up, you do the work, and then the next day you do it again. And the next day you do it again. Athletes recognize you don't go out and practice one day a week. Our artists in any arena whether they're painting a picture, whether they're doing music, whether they're doing acting, they realize it is a craft you work on and work on and work on, and you never truly perfect it. You're always looking to get better and better and better. Excellent. So your letter to your younger self would be the long haul. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then also the atomic habits. I, I have that on my diet. So I'm looking at it right here. I kind of looked it up on Amazon <laughs> to read. So that will be my next read. That's good. Sure. You'll love it. Tell me something. Leave your cell phone out of it. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are three things in life you cannot live without? Uh, my Bible, my wife, and my family. Wow. Those are all really close. That's, that's awesome. And you answered it so quickly. Did you hear that squad? That's conviction right there. Sometimes and I'm not knocking any other interviewees, but sometimes they think about it and he just said his Bible. So he has his faith, his wife and his, what was the third one? I'm sorry. My family. Your family. My family. Yes, absolutely. And that includes my children, my siblings, the, the bigger picture family. And it's funny you bring that up because I'm going to be in another podcast tomorrow. And they said, prepare to answer this question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. that was one of their questions. So I'm gotcha. thinking, okay, there's my answer. Boom. Gotcha. So George, what's your definition? I think I, I would probably guess it, but I'm going to let you s- tell our squad. What's your definition of a life well-lived? A life well-lived. Knowing that you have done the will of God. Love it. Now, Different people will have different definitions of how they define God. Absolutely. And I'm okay with that. Bottom line, it's the recognition that there is something that is much, much bigger than us. And when we are in tune with that, then we're going to be able to deliver services with kindness, with appreciation, with a focus that it's not about us but it's about the receiver and what we're able to give him or her in the moment. I love that. Have you, have you read, have you heard of the author, Bob Berg? Oh, oh I know Bob. Okay, I know, so Bob, you know Bob personally. Bob's, oh, my yeah. na- Bob's my neighbor. So Is he we're really? not friends or anything like that, but we're, we're, um, we live close to each other here in Jupiter, Florida, but it's funny. I'll even, you know, take it down right here. I have this five laws of stratospheric success. that sits in front of me. And what you just said about your true worth is to, determine by how much you give in mm. value than how much you take in payment. And what also what his uh, the go giver, if yes, you've ever read that, oh, yes, you, that's you know, from the go giver. Right. Well, there you go. That's yeah. that, I, I yeah. love that yeah. book. So anyway, I I've known Bob for decades now. Yeah. Fantastic guy. And what one thing that people don't realize is that there is that fifth law of receptivity mm. um, where, you know, I always give the analogy that, you know, you look at a plant that you have in your house and you breathe in what you breathe in oxygen and you breathe out carbon dioxide and the plant breathes in the carbon dioxide and breathes out oxygen. <laughs> so if there is that law of receptivity. A lot of people 
are they'll say, oh, we just give, 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 and I don't expect anything in return. I'm not saying I re- expect it, but it's going to happen anyways because there's Absolutely. a law to it. You're, Absolutely. You're, you know, God is going to always provide for me and no matter what circumstance I'm in. And my listeners know that, you know, I'm a man of faith and that's, you know, that it is other people that aren't, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm a curious, I'm a curious person. Mm. I'm just, I've just lived by the Matthew seven judge not. So, but I love that you were convicted with the will of God. That makes me happy. And I know that it'll make a lot of our listeners out there in our squad happy. All right, Bob, we're going to finish up here with a little bit of a lightning round. Okay. Super. You and I could talk for 20, 30 minutes on each one of these questions, but I need a sure. five to seven second answer from you. You ready? Okay. Ready. All right, here we go. What's the level, best leveling up advice you've ever received? The best leveling up advice I've ever received is be patient with your growth process. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Reading every day, usually the Bible, but more than that, too. Understood. Other than your own website and, of course, time to shine today.com, what is another great <laughs> internet resource for people to level up their life? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I deeply appreciate the work that Michael Hyatt has done in, in you know, yes. because he's also a man of faith and he's, he's a rare bird. Well, I, I, shut up. So Michael Hyatt and, and what he's done with his work. All of it. Smart right. guy. Outside of Atomic Habits that yeah. you've said, what's a book that you go, your go-to book? If someone's in a predicament, you hand them the book outside the Bible as well. Yeah. What do you hand them? Oh, wow. I've got a vast library. So I, I really try to find more specifically what they need. And, but I go back to the classics. I go back to the classics over and over again. I mean, something as simple as um, Dale Carnegie's book, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> there you I go. Mean, because you can't go wrong with that kind of information. Love it. And last question, what's the best decade of music, the 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Obvious answer is the 60s. Holy cow, come on. (laughs) We had the king himself early in the 60s. We had the beat. I mean, the Rolling Stones, (laughs) the Beach Boy. All of the great genres really began in the 60s. I love it. I love it. Okay. (laughs) So before we end, leave us with one last knowledge nugget that our squad, the Time to Shine Today squad, can take with them. Every day is a day to practice and become better. Wow. It's a huge bomb right there. That is awesome. So, George, how can we find you? And do you have any events or products that you want to tell our, our squad about? Yes, Everything's going to be in the show notes, guys and gals that are out there. Everything will be in the show notes to, to go to and get some fantastic content. Yes, well, I have my own website, or I have the website of the the Speakers Academy, www.thespeakersacademy.com. That's out there. I'm also a big proponent and on LinkedIn every single day. I think that's how we met. Yes, um, I, I think I read it was. your bio. It's like I have to get this guy on. So. Yeah, there you go. So I, I'm out there. I'm using that. It's it has become a really strong leverage piece for me. Uh, but bottom line, I, I try to get into places and spaces. Like I, I try to get into the public sphere because I want to make sure that I'm touching people where they're at. Beautiful. So uh, that's just kind of what I do. How I work. 
All right, squad, that's the, T-H-E, thespeakersacademy.com. Make sure you read it. It's fantastic. His latest post here, are you ready to lose or gain? I'm sorry, are you ready to lose or gain? Ready to gain. Lose or ready to gain. <laughs> that was, it threw me off with a little tongue twister there. Are you, are you ready to lose or ready to gain? Love it. Love it. Yeah. So, squad, we're always talking about surrounding ourselves with top vibing peeps who stay humble, who stay hungry, who daily level up their health, they level up their wealth, all with the premise of serving people. And George, I am so stoked to have you as part of our squad right now. Thank you Thank so you. much for coming on. I'm humbled and honored to have you on here. The knowledge nuggets that you put upon us is just, it's fantastic. So thank you so much. My pleasure, Scott. It's been right. a well, joy to be with you. Thank you so much. Virtual, <laughs> virtual fist, bump. fist bump. Boom. Boom. There you go. <laughs> thanks so much, George. Take care. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate real estate excellence who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com if you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on time to shine today please visit time to shine today.com slash guest if you like this episode please subscribe on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts there's a link in the show notes to our website also, there you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.